Hello and welcome back to The Daily Brew, the devotional where every day we drink a new brew of coffee and we see what God is brewing for us in the Bible. Yes, it's cheesy, but it's true. And you join me here today for day 336 of 365 days of Bible reading. It is great to have you with me no matter where you are around the world. Joining us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or any of our other platforms, a massive welcome to you. It is day seven, another set of seven done and dusted, so we have a cold can or bottle of coffee to try for us today. Before we get there, though, let's get into what scriptures we're going to be reading. As always, they're on every platform uh, in the description. Proverbs chapter 29, verse 10 to 18. 1 John chapter 2, verse 28 to, thir- to chapter 3, verse 10. And Daniel chapter 3, verse 15 to chapter 9, verse 19. So those are our scriptures that we're going to be reading today. Make sure you get amongst those. Uh, of course, it's a Bible reading plan. You should probably read the Bible. Let's talk brews, though, and I am very excited about this. I went into Mount Atkinson Coffee uh, a few weeks ago and was talking to the uh, owner and the team about some coffees that they've got coming up, and he told me about this a couple of weeks ago. They've just released it here at the time of recording. It is the Mount Atkinson Coldy, which is their whiskey barrel-aged cold brew coffee. Now, what it says here is that the uh, it has... Supremo beans adding notes of smanuka, <laughs> smoky manuka, and rich chocolate. So let's give this a go. It comes with a sticker on the top here, um, which is really good. Now, if you are going to buy these, they don't have the longest use by date. So you've got to use them quite quickly, drink them quite quickly, which hopefully if it tastes good, uh, it'll, be, it'll be okay. We'll drink these quite quickly. Let me just try and get the can open. Here we go. Oh, maybe I'll tip it upside down like that. Just give it a wee up and downy. Let's give it a go. Oh. Okay, that's open. Oh, and it smells like... It smells like a whiskey barrel. That's for sure. Okay, let's try uh, the limited release cold brew, brew creation from Mount Atkinson Coffee. Cheers. I mean, that's got to be the best tasting cold brew I've ever had in my life. I know that over the year I've been, I, I just I just got to pause because I know over the year I've been almost biased towards Mount Acres and Coffee saying it's my favorite. But honestly, guys, that, that's a work of art. I'll be honest, the initial taste, not great. When it first comes into your mouth, you're kind of like, whoa. But then, after a few seconds, the body of it just rounds out so nicely. That, that is really, really good. That's by far 10 out of 10. I can't recommend this enough to you. Mount Atkinson Coldy Whiskey Aged Coffee. Uh, you can buy that, I think, only in store in Auckland, uh, here in West Auckland. So make sure... If you can get a hold of it, that you do because it is genuinely wonderful. That is it for the brews for today. Uh, let's get into the Bible, the reason that we are here. Let's turn it down just a little bit. Okay, one of my favorite verses of all time is here in chapter 29, verse 18. Where there is no revelation, people cast off restraint. This word revelation is also translated as vision. And it has ties to God's communication to his prophets, meaning that where there is no revelationary vision from God, there is a perishing for the people. They cast off restraint, meaning that they go their own way. They depart from the direction that God has for them and towards their own way of living. 
Vision and discipleship, sorry, vision and discipline or restraint go hand in hand. Vision and discipline or restraint go hand in hand. I found in my own life that without God's direction and leading in my life, I slow down and I go my own way. I found where I start drifting or going in my own direction, that's when I start heading towards destruction. This perishing is a contrast between God's best plan for your life and your own plan. Vision, as in God-breathed direction, keeps us on track with what God has for us as we head towards Him. Getting one-on-one with God and ensuring that you have some sort of vision as you move forward with your life is super important. So I want to encourage you to take some time and sit with God, especially as we come to the end of this chronological Bible in the year plan, as you get ready for a new year. Even if you're a parent, an employee, an employer, family member, if you're a Christian, if you're a friend, if you're a human being, we need this God-breathed prophetic vision as we head into a new year so that we don't end up perishing or heading into destruction. Nobody wants that. Jesus is somebody who had a very clear vision for his life. He knew why he was here and why he needed to do what he needed to do. This vision that God gives us should inspire action. I love how John summarizes it for us today uh, in terms of the purpose of Jesus in verse 8. The reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the devil's work. That's what he says. And that's very exciting for me, that through Jesus' death and resurrection, now Jesus has destroyed the works of the devil on the earth. But how though? How is this something that can be true? Because there are so many evil things that happen on the earth. How is it that Jesus said it was finished, but it's still going? Well, ultimately, Jesus destroyed the ultimate works of the devil. We have temporary trials here and now, but in the end, the devil has been defeated and his works are not eternal. Just like Jesus had vision for his life from God, God has a vision for your life too. This vision is an assignment for you to also stand in the gap and break the strongholds of the enemy today as well. It's it's the same thing, except we don't have to die and resurrect for people. We just have to stand in the gap, intercede and serve people. Jesus has defeated sin and the grave. As we commit our lives to him, we begin to live in the same authority through the Holy Spirit and speak and stand for God against the principalities of the enemy in our world today. But here's our challenge. In our humanity, we take this vision and we make it all about us. We do what we want and and do what we want to be a part of and not necessarily what God wants us to be a part of. This vision is actually all about Jesus. And it needs to stay that way as we go through life, to walk with him, to stand with him to speak with him. We need to ensure that in everything that we do, we set ourselves up to be with Jesus. Jesus needs to be our everything. To draw near to him and to become more like him is our everyday endeavor. Finally today, we can't be without uh, we can't talk about vision without talking about Daniel. Daniel was a man who spoke very clearly too. He he was he was able to help not just himself with vision, but also others including royalty that was around him. We see in today's passage that Daniel is giving vision, and then he also gives the interpretation of the vision from the angel Gabriel. Gabriel, uh, The explanation is, is that it concerns the time of the end. Now, what's awesome is that this is both, in this, in this vision, there's both a historical fulfillment of the vision and a long-term one too. The historical is most likely referring to the dark period in Jewish history between 175 and 164 BC, when they were ruled by a king 
called, and I'm going to butcher his name today, but a king called Antichus the fourth, one slash V, which I believe is four, uh, and Epiphanes. Yeah. Anyway, this was a dark time in the Jewish history because this king, he actively pursued the Jews and he persecuted them too. He He pursued and persecuted. That's a bit of a tongue twister. What he did was he, he he persecuted them physically. He killed thousands of Jewish people, but he also outlawed the worshipping of God, and he desecrated the temple at the same time. And Daniel's vision was that he would ultimately destroyed he, he would ultimately be destroyed, but not by human power. So what happened? Well, Antichus's troops, or Antichus, whatever you want to call him, his troops marched into Jerusalem, massacred eighty thousand Jews, and then enforced the worship of Zeus. That was in one battle. And then out of nowhere, the king dies. In 164 BC, he dies from an unknown disease. It came to pass, and it will also come to pass, in its final fulfillment, when Jesus returns and destroys the devil with one breath of his nostril. So how do we get vision? How do we do that? First, all godly vision needs to come from and be earthed in our understanding of the scriptures, the Bible, the word of God. Second, though, Fulfillment of vision begins with prayer. We see that Daniel turned to the Lord in prayer multiple times throughout his story. But in our passage today, in in chapter 9, verse 4, we see that that's what he did as well. These two things are unavoidable when seeking God's vision for your life. So be encouraged today. It's not that God doesn't want to speak or holds back the vision from you. He wants to speak to you. He wants to reveal things to you. But we need to seek him too so that we can receive this vision that he has for us to outwork. There's so much more uh, to this, and the path is not a linear path from A to B. And and I just want to encourage you, I'm going to be praying for you as you seek God and His wisdom for your life and the lives of those who are around you. Verse of the day. Verse of the day today, 1 John 3, 1 says, See what great love the Father has lavished on us, that we should be called children of God. This is a huge privilege. At the time of recording this, my wife, Annalise, who's on here all the time, uh, she's currently pregnant. We're expecting our first child, and we cannot wait for the new year. But I don't even have the child yet, and I love this child immensely. Like, I, I love this child, and it hasn't even taken, like, a breath yet. Like, it's it's incredible. It, it's a privilege to be the child of God. And I'm sure that as I grow into being a father, I'm going to understand this more and more and more. But man, how amazing is it that we have a God in heaven who loves us every single day. Before we even took a breath, he loved us. And that is it for the Daily Brew today. Day 336 out of 365 days. We are edging closer and closer to the end of our devotional plan. Thank you so much for joining me today. No matter where you are around the world, I pray that God is speaking to you. As always, as you go into these scriptures, I pray that God reveals more of himself to you and more of yourself to you as well as you look into the mirror of his word. Hey, a massive thank you to everybody on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, who have already taken a moment followed along and rated the podcast and to you on YouTube. Thank you so much for clicking subscribe if you like this devotional video. Make sure you click it if you're committing to it. Click it, commit, and we'll see you tomorrow for another day of the Daily Brew. If it's the start of your day, have a great rest of your day and less of sleep time. Good night, sleep tight, and we'll see you back here tomorrow for another day of the Daily Brew.